So you have five ways to find perfect fit collaborators and what to do with those collaborators when you find them. Please, please, please do not overthink this, okay? You know how to be a human in person, so you know how to be a human online, right? When you find a great fit collaborator, all you're doing is showing up as a human with them. Welcome to Marketing Unfiltered, where I ditch the highlight reel and share the unfiltered truth about how to get clients online. The good, the bad, and the OMG, thank God I'm not the only one. I'm Sophia Para. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Marketing Unfiltered. Today, I want to answer a listener question. I, I love when you guys send me listener questions. Thank you so much. And sometimes I can't always get to all of them. Like I have them on my list, but I'm not doing them all at the same time, obviously, because there's just things going on behind the scenes that I think would be really relevant to you as well. So I'm kind of sharing that real time, those real time topics so that we are both on the same page. But every once in a while, a question comes in where I'm like, ooh, I need to talk about that because I get that question all the freaking time. And so today's question is that someone sent me a message and a little bit of backstory. This particular listener is actually a member inside of the GoTo Coach Club. And he is going into a launch and he wants to talk about affiliates and partners and people to help him promote his launch event. And I'm, I think for him, it's a five-day challenge, if I remember correctly. But for you, it could be anything. It could be a webinar, five-day challenge. It doesn't matter what it is. But if you're inside of the Go-To Coach Club, you know that I have taught on the value of having collaborators during your launch as well as before your launch. So collaborators are obviously awesome to help grow your list leading up to a launch. And then during the actual launch, we, for example, have affiliates that are, you know, they sign up. It's like a two question thing that we have through Kajabi. They answer, they answer these questions. Now they become affiliates, which means they get unique links to promote our webinar as well as our program. And if anyone from their community converts, we will give them an affiliate payment, right? So that's one way you can collaborate. But for years, I also had people just happily want to share my webinar to get the word out about it. And I, in return, would do it for them the next time that they launched. So there's all kinds of ways you can collaborate. But if you do not have a massive audience, if you have not been doing this for like a decade and you've just kind of grown your audience to a point where you don't feel like, you know, you feel like you already have an audience that's really hungry for what you have. If you don't feel like you've got that, this is a great way to launch successfully without having to do that first. And hint, hint, if you look at these bigger brands like the Amy Porterfields and the Kate Northrups and the people that we all know and love, right? You'll notice that they also are using collaborators and affiliates and whatever you want to call it for their launch and before their launch. So this is a very common way to get your message in front of new audiences. However, when I talk about this inside of the GoTo Coach Club, inside uh, on Instagram and in any of our content on our podcast, I always get the same question. And that question is, but I don't know how to find these collaborators. So I wanted to do an episode devoted to giving you a couple of ideas on where you can find 
perfect fit collaborators. And as a reminder, I think we are looking for people to not just collaborate with during our launch, but to also collaborate with before our launch, right? These can be great people to help you grow your list and you to help them grow their list, right? So this is a mutually beneficial relationship when we are looking for a collaborator. And yeah, okay, so let's dive into where we can find these people. And then I want to talk to you about the behind the scenes of it all, Um, Because it's one thing to find the collaborators, it's another thing to approach them, to nurture relationships, and to to kind of navigate that part. I'm not going to do an entire episode on that. The bulk of this episode is going to be about how to find them, but I do want to touch on that. And if we need to elaborate on that in a future episode, please DM me and let me know that that's what you want so that I know. But let's definitely start with where to find these people because what I am noticing is that this is where people get really, really tripped up right? They feel like, oh my gosh, this would be great. I totally understand what I'm doing here. I just don't have the people to collaborate with. So if that's you, you're in the right place. Okay. However, let me preface by saying you're in the right place, but you might not love what I'm going to (laughs) say because, well, I'll get to that in this first one. In fact, my first one is actually, and I actually mentioned this in the last episode where where I shared 18 ways to uh, grow your list. I think we we published that episode a couple of episodes ago. And I said this in that episode, and I knew when I said, I was like, ooh, this is going to trigger some people. Um, but that was participate on social media with your eyes open. You know what? I, I feel like sometimes a lot of people think they can't find ideal collaborators, but I actually feel like they're not looking right? I think that they're on social media and maybe they're in certain groups, but they're they're wanting it to be a lot more obvious. And that's not what I'm saying here, okay? It is, tr- it is hard to find people, right? Because they're not always right in front of you, but sometimes they are and we're not paying enough attention. So let me, let me back up here. I'm going to bet you are following friends, you've met in masterminds or online courses or memberships or other communities. And if you're not, A, you need to start, right? You do not have to pay for masterminds or online courses or memberships to be in these communities. There there are also Facebook groups that have lots of people in in these communities. There are also podcast communities, right? I don't have this, but there are certain podcasts that you're probably listening to that have Instagram pages where listeners are following those pages. So like if you're not already in a community with aligned business owners, like I definitely think a look for those communities, not only to find collaborators, but because like, it's, it's so lonely this work, right? It's, it's really nice to be in and around people who get what you're going through now. So once you're in these communities and you're following these people and you're building relationships with these people, probably just naturally because you're in these communities, I'm going to bet that they are getting on podcasts or doing Instagram lives with people or shouting people out or reposting people. And it's in these moments that I want you to pay attention. I have learned about so many amazing experts simply because I am paying attention. So whenever you are with, you are following a business owner, and you know what? You don't even need to know these people personally, necessarily. You just need to know of them. So when you start seeing people reposting people and doing lives with them or or marketing a podcast episode that they did with them, write them down. 
right? If you can't check them out in that moment, write them down, put them on your to-do list to check them out so that you can see, oh, I'd be a great fit for this person too, or this isn't a great fit for me, on to the next, whatever it might be. When you find someone who is a great fit, what I would do is I would go to their page, I would bookmark a post, and I would save it into a folder that you can create called collab folder. So I have a folder like this too. And whenever I'm introduced to someone because I see someone repost them or or mention them and I check them out, I'm like, ooh, this would be a great person to check out. I will put, I will bookmark any of their posts, put it into a collab folder, and that just reminds me to either check them out later if I don't have time to check them out, or if I'm trying to nurture r- relationships with people that I might be a great collaborator with, I can go to that folder like and start conversations with them, right? It's a way to remind me who's out there so that I'm not always feeling like I'm starting from the ground up. So the first thing is, is just to participate on social media with your eyes open, right? We are I have advised again and again and again to have 15 minutes of engagement time a day. Now, that 15 minutes of engagement time can be used to nurture collaboration relationships or to nurture ideal client relationships, right? It could also be used for both. Like you can mix and match. But know know that this work goes into that time. So I'm not necessarily adding something to your plate. I'm just trying to help you use that time strategically, intentionally, and to also remind you that you should be having at least 15 minutes of engagement time on your calendar at a minimum. Okay. And this is when you can do that work. Okay. The second thing I suggest, and it's the second place I suggest you look to find ideal collaborators are, this is kind of a similar tip, but on other podcasts, you clearly listen to podcasts or you wouldn't be listening to this one. And I'm going to bet because you're doing market research or maybe you're doing a little bit of stocking, hey, we all do it. It's fine. You're listening to podcasts that your ideal audience is probably also hanging out on. So who are their guests? There is a long list of people right there that you could probably collaborate with. Now, will it require you to poke around and check out their episodes. Maybe I sometimes just grab names. Like I look at the topics, what the topics call out at me. Do they feel aligned with me and my business? And I will jot that person's name down, go on Instagram and do exactly what I just said in the previous tip. Look at their content. If I'm like, Ooh, this could be one. I bookmark a post and I save it and I come back to it when I have my engagement time. Right. But do not forget that there are other podcasts doing this market research for you and we can just piggyback off of it. So that's another place to look for collaborators. The third place to look is on Instagram and Instagram search most specifically. What I would suggest you do is make a list of aligned coaches or business owners, generally speaking. So for example, let's say you are a business coach and you know that your audience struggles with imposter syndrome, mindset, marketing, email funnels, Facebook ads, like do a list of the keywords that your audience would be struggling with. Then open up Instagram, take those keywords and put one at a time into Instagram's search engine. So I did this just yesterday. I want to bring in a, an email funnel expert into the GoTo Coach Club to teach people like something on email funnels because I do not want my GoTo Coach Club number uh, members to be sleeping on email funnels. So I searched email funnels right into Instagram search and a bunch of people who had email funnels or email funnel expert in their bio came up. 
right? So I, what I could have done is, great, I'm going to jot down a few people for email funnels. Now I'm going to search Facebook ads, jot down a few people for Facebook ads. Now I'm going to search mindset, jot down a few people for mindset. All of these keywords that align with my business, I'm going to use Instagram's SEO because I actually have better luck with this than Google. This isn't the case for everything, but for this particular thing, collaborators, I'm looking for people who are active and intentional intentional about how they create their online presence. So I find that if they are if they are that, they are thinking about their bio. They are thinking about how they are positioning themselves with their content. So it's a great place to find high quality people to collaborate with because they are doing all of that work, right? If they're coming up in a search engine, they are thinking about their keywords, they are thinking about their content. Um, and they are making sure that they're going to come up in a search. And so I actually have found really great people more so on Instagram than just doing a general Google search, unless you use my Google trick, which I'm going to tell you in a minute. So Instagram's a great place. Make a list of those keywords and use the Instagram search engine. Then, like I said before, bookmark one of their posts. If something's really calling to you, you're like, oh, hey, this person looks, looks really good. Bookmark that post, put it into a collab folder, and use that as a reminder to come back to them during your engagement time. Okay, the fourth thing that you can do is ask collaborators. So as soon as you're done collaborating with someone, right, or as soon as you've just had an experience collaborating with someone, ask for a referral. I was actually on a podcast yesterday, and I haven't, I didn't ask this person for permission around this, so I'm not going to use her name. But I was on a podcast yesterday and she asked me if I wanted to do like, I'm sure you've listened to podcasts where people kind of recommend other people's podcasts and they're like, oh, if you like this podcast, you're really going to love so-and-so's podcast. She talks about blah, blah, blah. And there's like something that's aligned, not a competitor, but pretty aligned, right? And she was asking, she was building her own like 20 coach network where she was like, I would love it if you... We're part of my little network and we're just going to, you know, help like shout each other's podcasts out. Collaboration at its finest. I was like, that is a brilliant idea. I love that idea, right? Now, what she she asked if I was interested. I said, heck yes, I love this idea. And she was like, awesome. I'll send you the information uh, later. Also, do you know anyone who serves coaches, who does this, this, and that, and who is like this? Like, does anyone come to mind? And three people came to mind. So right away, I gave her three people that I thought would be a great fit, and she's going to reach out to them, right? So what happened there, and this this experience happens all the time. In fact, last uh, probably two three months ago, I was I was I was interviewing someone for marketing unfiltered. And actually, it was Linda Sadu. I will just say, Linda Sadu. I I asked her this like. I think actually, no, I think she just offered, but I was going to ask her. I We had such a great conversation and I was like, hey, is there someone that you know of that would be a great fit for this podcast? She was like, actually, yes, five people. So guess what? All five of those people have become guests on this podcast. One of them was actually the one that interviewed me on her podcast yesterday and asked me this question about the 20-person network that she's building for, to help promote each other's podcasts. So just so you can see how that happened... I was going to ask Linda for this. She offered a bunch of names. We're both ask we're all asking one another, "Hey, like do you know anyone for this? Do you know anyone for that?" And now our network is growing simply because we are asking the question. So do not forget to ask for referrals. Maybe in the beginning this is just friends if you haven't started collaborating. Um but ask 
People love to help one another, especially in the online space. I have never seen more generosity than I have in this online space. But you have got to stop being afraid to ask the question. You are not being annoying, okay? This makes complete sense that you would ask. I'm not going to say everyone's going to have an answer for you, but put the question out there, right? Do not forget to ask. So the next time you have a joint Instagram Live or you do a podcast episode or any type of collaboration, ask that question, I had such a great time with you. Do you know anyone else that you think would be a great fit for this podcast or for this Instagram Live series or whatever you're doing? Okay? Okay. And number five, use the Google trick. This is something that the GoTo Coach Club members know all too well, but this is a great, a great way to narrow the field. So pick a competitor, and it doesn't have to be a competitor, but I, I think it works best when it's a competitor um, because you, you're trying to look for an audience that has that is the same audience that you are targeting, right? So that's kind of why I'm saying best if it's a competitor because it'll be most aligned that way. But the idea here is pick a competitor. So let's say for you, your competitor is Sophia Para, me. I can't think of any other names right now <laughs> except for my own. So pick a competitor for you. Let's say Sophia Para is a competitor. Google their name and add the word podcast at the end of it, right? You can add other other words to this as well, depending on what you're searching for. But let's say you're trying to find podcasts to pitch to. I think that's a pretty clear example of a great way to use this. Google their name and add the word podcast at the end of it. So it would be Sophia Para Podcast if you are using my name. Now, a list of the podcasts that I have been on will come up as a result of you searching this way, right? These are all podcasts that I have been on. And the best part is they're all, I've already done the market research to know if they're good for my audience, which means if I am serving the same audience that you are serving, you already know that they're great for your audience too. So you can literally go down the list, use this as a market research tool, go down, go down the list of this Google search, write down the names of podcasts that this person has been on, and now you've got a list to investigate. Now, you can also do this if you want to be, I don't know, a guest speaker for someone's mastermind. You could do the name and then add mastermind to the end of it. There's all kinds of things that you can do here, but I really do this as a market research tool, right? So even if I start with podcasts, because I think that's the easiest one, if I get a list of these of podcast names that this person has been on, these are all people that I can click on their name, be see all the podcast guests that they've had, Click, like, look for all of them on Instagram, get a sense of what they do, how they do it, if we would be aligned, if they have masterminds. Like, so many pitching opportunities can be introduced to me just by Googling this person's name and using the Google trick, which is what I've called it. Right. So, again, when you are feeling incredibly stuck, use this market research tool. And don't forget, yes, you are going to have to do a little bit of market research to make sure it's perfectly aligned with you and what you want to talk about. But this makes it so much easier and narrows the field so that instead of looking for everyone on Google, you're now looking for a select few that are way more likely to fit you, right? Then the next stage is going to be pitching right? And now that you know that this is a great audience for you, the next thing you're just going to have to come up with is the right pitch. You do not want to... I I mentioned looking for a competitor. What I don't want you to do is then pitch the same topic that this competitor talked about, 
right? Use the competitor's name just to find the audience. But from there, make sure you're pitching your own voice, your own topics, your own stuff so that you're still, you're using it as a market research tool, but you're still presenting your own coaching and not someone else's. So that would be like the one little warning I would say on that trick. Okay. All right. So after you're clear on where to find these people, and just a quick recap, let's quickly recap them before we go into the second part of what we're doing with these, right? The If, um, if you're looking for collaborators, you can participate on social media with your eyes wide open. You can look on other people's podcasts. You can do a social media search, like gather the keywords of businesses that would be perfectly aligned with you and search for them on Instagram. I find Instagram to be the best place to do this. You could also ask other collaborators for referrals. And number five, you can use our handy dandy Google trick as a market research tool. Okay. Now, Once you're clear on where to find these people and you have a few people down, right, a warning, you can't jump into asking them to be an affiliate or to promote your program or to do anything like that where where they are promoting you, right? These people have built their communities very carefully. They value them more than just about anything in their business, You need to build a relationship with these people before you ask them for something. Now, this might look like inviting them to a coffee chat where you can get to know them better. I actually was asked to three coffee chats this week alone, and I said yes to two of them and no to one of them, okay? And the reason I said no to one of them is because after looking at her stuff, I kind of felt like it wasn't a great fit for me right? It wasn't the the perfect fit audience. And I said no, and it was fine. She was like, oh, no problem. I explained why I said no. She was like, totally get it. No biggie. Like, love what you're doing. And we're, we're now we're just friendly online and we're supporting one another and it's not awkward at all. So for anyone who's like, oh, the, the whole rejection piece is what's freaking me out about this. Stop worrying about that. We say no all the time. We also say yes all the time. It just depends on the person. It is not personal. But you have got to get over that fear because part of this, I think, you feeling like you can't find anyone is you actually being afraid. You probably can find a bunch of people, but you feel like you can't ask them for whatever reason. Like, oh, they're too big for me or oh, whatever the story is that we're telling ourselves. So ask the question and stop being afraid of it. So you can, like I said, you can invite them to a coffee chat. That was one thing. You can also invite them to share their know-how in some way. Maybe you like have done your market research on them and you're like, this person's great. My audience would love this person. Maybe instead of like to to kickstart a relationship, you just go straight to, hey, I love your stuff. I love what you say about insert topic here. Can do you want to do an Instagram live together where we you can share this with my people? I think they'd really appreciate it. Right. Now, this what this is doing is this person now has an opportunity to share their message. And in that process, you guys have an opportunity to get to know one another, right? Um, you could also just strike up a conversation, right? And say, hey, I love your stuff. I just listened to your episode about this. This is really great. I just wanted to let you know I'm cheering you on. Either way, my point here is you need to build a relationship before you ask something from them. You can't just ask for things from strangers, especially as an online business owner. So if you want collaborators for a launch, you have to start doing this work at least three months ahead of your launch or else it will be too late because there is not enough time for us to get to know you. So 
if you're going to build relationships, there's a few things that you need. The first thing that you need is a system so you don't lose these people. So you find all of them fantastic. Next, I want you to have a folder on Instagram where you can bookmark posts of the people who you'd like to collab with so that you don't forget about them. Now, you could also add them to a spreadsheet. What I usually do is I create a folder because it's easier for me to do on the go. I can like be waiting in line on Starbucks and doing some market research and looking for people and bookmarking them as a go. And it's easier for me to keep track of a collab folder on Instagram than it is on a spreadsheet. Because then I need to be on my computer and it's just a whole thing. So what I do is I create a folder in the back end of my Instagram where it's called collab, you know, or collab people or I don't remember what I call it. And I bookmark random posts so that I don't lose them. And then on Fridays when I follow up with people and I – that's like when I do a lot of like tying up loose end days, right? <laughs> Does that make any sense? That's a day that I do a lot of like tying up loose ends. So sometimes I will – conclude conversations on that day or like update my spreadsheets and stuff like that. On Friday, I might add those people to a spreadsheet so that I can kind of get a sense of what kind of dream collaborators I have for my upcoming launch in three months. And I know that I am like nurturing those relationships until then, right? That I'm doing something to build a relationship with these people until then, right? So that's what I do. My first system is bookmark an Instagram and then add them to a spreadsheet later. The second thing that you're going to need that you're going to need is I want you to list ways to connect with these people, right? How can you build relationships with them? And I just want you to spend 60 seconds brain dumping different ways that you can connect with these people. So you can DM them and let them know that you love their work. You can just start being active with them on their page, just dropping questions, supporting them, shouting them out, tagging them, like something to just get them to see you. You can invite them to a coffee chat. You can invite them to to do an Instagram live with you. Maybe you want to start an Instagram live series where you're going to highlight someone once a week up until your launch as a way to get in front of other people and build those relationships. You can invite them on a podcast if you do a podcast, right? You can invite them to do a lead magnet swap. Now, the point here is when you can make a list of different ways you can connect with people and build a relationship, when you are in the process of that, what I what I want you to have is I want you to be able to just look to your little cheat sheet and kind of go down the line and say, okay, what's the best way for me to connect with this person? I feel like having these things written down just makes it easier for you to take action. So that's kind of why I want you to do that for yourself. Like, What's a way that you feel like you can support someone else? Write down a list so that when you are doing your collaboration work or pitching work or building relationship work with potential collaborators, you've got a little cheat sheet that you can reference and it just makes it it makes it easier I find for people to take action when they have those cheat sheets. So do what that looks like for you. Now for me, to be honest, let me give you a little behind the scenes of what it looks like for me. I don't actually do a nurturing period per se. I have focused the majority of my collaboration efforts on referrals or watching other people shout people out on social media. And also don't forget, I have a podcast. So I have something built in where I can build relationships with people. So when I reach out to people, I already feel pretty confident in them and their message because my friends have have done something with them or my friends have recommended me to them. So I can invite them immediately to a podcast or an Instagram live or something and just be like, hey, I love your stuff. I was listening to you on such and such podcast when you talked about X, Y, Z, and that really resonated with me. And then my friend, insert name here, said that you'd be a great person for me to connect with. So I just thought I would reach out 
and see how you felt about and then insert my invitation. That's kind of how I do it. And because I've made that connection, I have noticed that the the relationship building time is way shortened because we tend to trust people that our friends trust so much more or so much more easily, I should say. So that's what I do. And if that resonates with you and if you have friends that you are very active in the online space, that might resonate with you too. And that's a great way to kind of like just accelerate the relationship building process. Then when I make that invitation, if they were to say yes, yeah, I'd love to be in your podcast. Yeah, I'd love to do an Instagram live or whatever it might be. Or, oh, I love that person who recommended me. Like how fun that we're connected. Cool. Like I'm so excited to know you or whatever. What I find in that experience after I've made that connection, right, I get to know the person and if we vibe thanks to whatever I'm inviting them to or the, the quick conversation we have when I'm like, oh, you know my friend, I'm like, like what a small world or whatever it might be. In that experience, that's when I'm getting to know that person. So when they come onto my podcast, sometimes it's the first time I've ever talked to them before, but they get a sense of my energy. We get a sense of we vibe. And when the conversation is over, I can invite them to do something with me, like be an affiliate or any anything else because we've just had this experience and now we know if we click or not. If we don't click, I don't do this, by the way. <laughs> but if we do click, now I have an opportunity to make an invitation. But what also happens is usually, especially if they have a podcast or an Instagram live series or anything, they will make an invitation. They'll be like, oh my gosh, that was so much fun. You know what? You should come on my podcast too. And that's kind of how that happens, right? But please note that even though I am approaching this a little bit differently, this is still building a relationship. It's just going about it differently. I'm accelerating the process by looking for referrals and friends, which are some of the things that I've mentioned on this list. And then because I'm making the connection through that, I'm accelerating that nurture sequence process and just making an invitation to come share their message. And then that one hour long conversation usually turns into something else, right? So it's a little bit different, but also completely the same. I just want you to kind of see what it looks like from my end. Okay, let's wrap this up because I gave you a lot of information, but I'm really hoping that you feel like this feels tangible and like you can take action on this right away. So the takeaways I want you to have from this episode are, number one, collaborators are everywhere. I truly think if you're online and having trouble finding people to pitch to or form relationships with, you're probably overthinking it. And that might feel hard to hear for some of you, but I'm sorry, but I I really think that there's just so many people reposting people and shouting people out and especially business owners. So this could also be a sign that you're following the wrong people, right? Like look for people in the industry, follow them or follow certain hashtags if you would rather, and and make sure that you can show up with your eyes wide open and that there's something to find. Okay, the second takeaway is do not just dive into asking for something. Either feel comfortable enough in how their message will serve your people and invite them to do something with you where they are the guest, and then from there, maybe something will turn into an opportunity for you, which is exactly how I do it, or Take the time to build a relationship, right? Write down the people you're building relationships with and every single day, drop a comment on their post, DM them, like support them, shout them out, but like make that list and be consistent with that so that they know who the heck you are so that when you do invite them to do something, you're not a random, right? So take the time to build a relationship, whatever that looks like. And then the third takeaway is 
create a system to keep track of these people. I shared what mine is. It does not have to look like mine, but just do not think you can keep these all in your head. Keep everything in your head because let me, I promise you, you will have such a hard time taking action if you're just always making mental notes. So create a system, but write these people down so that you don't lose them. All right. I want to leave you with that. So you have five ways to find perfect fit collaborators and what to do with those collaborators when you find them. Please, please, please do not overthink this, okay? You know how to be a human in person, so you know how to be a human online, right? When you find a great fit collaborator, all you're doing is showing up as a human with them, right? This is where you can talk about the dogs and be like, oh my gosh, our dogs look the same. Like This is where you can just be social on social media. And when you understand that and embrace that, finding collaborators and actually creating collaborative relationships is so much easier. If I can do anything to support you in this, please don't hesitate to ask to ask me. Just shoot me a message over on social media at Sophia Para. And more than anything, I am so excited for you to start collaborating because this is such important work with your online business. This is the best way to get in front of other audiences to grow uh, because this is how we get in front of targeted audiences who are ready for us versus just post three times a day and hope to God that we're going to grow. And then what we end up finding is we're growing with random people. This is the way around that to make sure we're getting in front of the right people again and again and again and again. All right, folks, I will see you on the next one. Give yourself a pat on the back because you made it to the end, which means you gave yourself and your business some time today. If you found this episode helpful, I want you to know your support is what makes it possible for us to keep making it. So it would make my day if you gave us a five-star rating and review. I also want to make sure this podcast actually answers your marketing questions, like for real, for real. So if you're a coach and you've got a marketing question that's keeping you stuck, just DM it to me over at Sophia Para on Instagram. Or if you're in the United States, you can text it to my personal number at 917-810-2418. That way I can share resources or create a future episode just for you. See you on the next one.